The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hello, everybody, and welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, Candlelight's 2016 Super Duper Spectacular. My name is Justin Tyler McElroy, Christmas boy. My name is Travis Patrick McElroy, the Yule Man. I'm Griffin Tyler McElroy. Boys, what's that coming? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Boys, what's that coming down to the chimbley? Uh, look at, look, please turn your eyes towards the chimbley and see what's coming down it. It's a, it's a reindeer. Full oh, God. One. No, not like this. Oh, no. He's done. He, that's, he's done. They should not be vertical like this and, and pinned in a, in a chimbley. This is not good. Oh, God. Should we call animal control or take care of it ourselves? I think we should call Santa's fat, A eh? Oh, to get it's getting much here. no cursing. Um, so. Yeah, it's a special, very special. There's a whole, um, there's a whole platform on Hulu of those, like, I think it's called Streaming Christmas, and it's like it's in the vein of those Yule Log videos mm -hmm. um, that just like go and you pretend that oh it's so funny and you pretend to turn them on and think that it's funny and cool, but really it's just a boring log um, that is on fire for a while. Um, this Streaming Christmas platform, this this production company has cracked into something new, and that is other sort of long form explorations of the genre. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. And me and Rachel and her folks and Henry last night, we watched uh, one that is called Stuck Santa that I'd like to talk to you about at length, if you'll give me the, the, the stage for a little bit. Do, yes. Do we need yeah, to, like, pass do. a motion or? No, I just, it's going to be a little, it's just going to be a little bit of a dive. It's a 48 minute long movie. And it says, when you load it up, it says Stuck Santa and then in parentheses, full film. And film is gracious. Because all it is is it's like one of those fireplaces and you think a Yule Log's going to start crackling. But no, you just see two feet pop down and then for 48 minutes you hear a man just sort of vamp um, uh, like, oh, no. Uh, and like, uh, <laughs> oh, what have I become? <laughs> oh, I'm, that didn't help. I'm still very stuck. Um, and then oh, I'm gonna my get into, diarrhea's acting up again. And, and then just to get into spoiler territory, uh, there's no die-die, there's no hot snakes whatsoever, but um, uh, at about the, uh, I want to say like 39-minute mark, presents start falling down, so like I'm not sure how the physics of that work, like how are you stuck and like encompassing the full space of the chimbley, but also like your presents are coming down, do you have them up your booty but. santa claus <laughs> no um, i'm really glad you brought this up because i i do have one question i had not seen it yeah sure stylistically yeah attitudinally yeah is it for children is it for adults is it this, is for is it is for perverts Okay. Um, because I would like to tell you the ending of Stuck Santa, and that is all of these presents have fallen down, and you still just see his stupid legs, and he says, like, oh, no, 
And then the words the end appear and the video comes to a halt. So I guess he is dead. And if he's not dead, then Chris How are you going to withhold that climax from us? If he's not dead, how did he get out? How did he get out? But here's the, I think he does, he doesn't. At the very it, least, like Santa works on like a pretty tight schedule. If he does get out later, that's forty eight minutes of like primo delivery time. That's like that's like all of like Eastern Europe is just ain't getting it no more. No presents for you, Eastern Europe. That was your forty eight minute window. But it, at the worst case scenario, Christmas is not happening this year because Santa went and got himself stuck. Did you, Griffin? Did you wait until the post credit scene? When Nick Fury showed up? Nick Fury showed up and he's like, I want you to join the... Oh, you've been stuck in that chimbley for 48 minutes? You can't even do your job tonight? You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to pass. Thank you, Santa Claus. Thank you, Santa. He dies at the end. We were watching it, like, and then his feet are going to, like, pop out the top. And he's like, off I go, back on my magical... No, he's just dead in there. He dies in there. Dead. Dead. They well, should call it Dead Santa. But is that the prequel to the Santa Claus? Did Tim Allen show up in this Stuck Santa movie? <laughs> the, the, the thing Gervin didn't mention is that for the entirety of the hour, Tim Allen is in the bottom right-hand corner just like, Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. What did I, I do? Have time for this. I mean, here's the thing. If he does pass away from Earth in the <laughs> chimbley, then there is no recipient of the Santa Claus E with magic magic contract to pass mm-hmm. to and so what's it gonna do what's it, where's that good good spirit go where's the mantle pass to where's the mantle pass to now that we've got these two skeletal legs he's stuck inside from the-, the mantle and there's nowhere for the mantle to go to exactly can you imagine can you imagine being one of the producers of the santa claus uh-huh and you show up at Disney HQ, and they're like, listen, we love Tim Allen. We love Santa Claus. Can you give us the sort of beat, the big beats in the story? We don't need a whole, you know, uh, like a, a deep dive. Just give us the big beats of the story. And these guys have to look them dead in the eye and say, well, first, Santa dies. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like of old age and happy in his bed? No, no. no, no Tim no, no. Allen kills him. Tim Allen so, does kill him to death from so Earth. So the first thing we see is Santa dies because of Tim Allen's negligence. <laughs> and and, oh, then, and as this is, always, this is, the this Santa is Mando passes via death. And this is important. A boy does see it. A boy does <laughs> see there. Santa's dead, dead body. So <laughs> A boy watches Santa die. That's okay. the first image of the movie. Listen, it's going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> he then does put on the dead man's clothes. He puts on the dead man's clothes, still covered in his stink. <laughs> um, and it's it's uh, it's a really bad... It's like watching somebody just break into a funeral home and just start taking things off that corpse. I um, am glad, though, because in the original first draft of the Santa Claus, the naked body of the dead Santa was just left in the snow. They I leave the naked man's they, body. They did make them change that. I'm like, okay, well, the, the body's gonna need to magically disappear or whatever. Like, oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. We do get to still kill him, though, right? <laughs> we we do this. get that satisfaction. Um, when this bit started, Justin, I thought you were gonna say, can you imagine being one of the producers of Stuck Santa and just kind of <laughs> kicking it for 48 minutes while an actor vamps um, and probably vapes up there? Because you only see the legs. Hey, I have a weird thing I just wanted to mention to everybody um, that I, occurred to me as long as we're talking about like, holiday entertainment. This is a Kayla Knights episode, and we're, we got questions and stuff that we'll answer. But honestly, 
Um, we don't have any sponsors this week for some reason, so we're doing this one for free. Yeah. So listen, just calm down, okay? <laughs> the Home Alone franchise mm-hmm. okay. uh, is a delight. I was pulling Home Alone on iTunes, and then I noticed something very unusual. Home Alone on the Rotten Tomatoes website has a 55% fresh rating. You ever heard anything like that? That's wild. It's Home Alone. It is Home Alone. Now, here, this gets much more buck wild. Home Alone 2 has a 24% fresh rating on the Rotten Tomatoes website. And that's based on several critics. It's based on a lot of critics. And it's 24%. Here's wait, what, wait, that's the critic rating? Not like... That's the critic rating. rating. Is the freshness of this film is less than a quarter fresh. It is over 75% rotten, according to the critics. Here's where it gets like... You lose me. I mean, you already lost me for sure. But like, I come back in and I'm like, how are things going? And then you lose me again because Home Alone 3 has a 27% freshness. In the mind of America's, you can't trust critics, apparently. No. Because in the mind of, of this planet's critics, Home Alone 3 was a better film than Home Alone 2. Like, Get bent. Seriously. I can, I can explain two. I can explain Home Alone 2. 20, 25% around there was... 24%. Uh, 24%. Well, the math almost adds up, but that, that's actually based on only four reviews. Um, one of them was Village Voice, and they loved the dang picture. And the other three were by Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern and Greg Pesci, Joe's dad. And they <laughs> hated how they hated the, the treatment of these two crooks. The only thing I can assume, Justin is that the nation's critics desperately crave child murder in movies. I guess. Oh, interesting. And, and they thought that Home Alone 2 promised what they did not receive in Home Alone 1. And maybe in Home Alone 3, which I have not seen, the kid dies. So it's slightly better. It's a little I don't bit know. better. I haven't seen it. Cannot confirm. Hmm. I actually just watched uh, Ernest Saves Christmas for the first time in a long time. 96% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Believe it or not. Do you know what the main conceit of Ernest Saves Christmas is? Santa's going senile. Oh, and has to And has to pass the... He can't remember things anymore. He can't remember, like, all the kids, and he can't remember what they asked for, and he doesn't have the magic anymore. So he has to... And he waited... He says numerous times that he waited too long to pass the mantle on to the next person. So he has to find someone to be Santa real Man. quick yeah. <laughs> before time runs out. Hey, kids, how's your movie? How's your movie? How's your, how's movie? your movie, Ooh, kids? He's getting uh, real old, huh? Kind of like Jeepa and Jima are doing in real uh, life. Weird. I was going to antagonize Travis by having uh, Tim Curry say cheese pizza uh, in the headphones. Um, but uh, I couldn't find the clip. So I searched YouTube, Tim Curry cheese pizza. And I'm very proud to announce that the first result is Tim Curry being unfamiliar with the concept of pizza. But the second and third are both my brother, my brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We, we did, did it. it. Um, should we? Cheese pizza. Cheese. Fresh cheese pizza. Can we do some questions, please? Yes. You're, yes. you're loading up yes. the clip now, Justin. God, I can hear the Googling happen inside no, this I'm podcast. Up, I'm not loading up any clip. Okay. Um, here's the first question. <laughs> it's playing in my ears. Yeah, yeah, I, I know it is. Do you hear it? I don't hear it. Do you hear it? I don't hear anything. It's in my ears. 
I have a friend who carefully unwraps gifts <laughs> rather than tearing into them. When I ask you, got to stop this, playing it. I, can, I she, know you're still doing it over and I'm over again. <laughs> Why I asked Okay, I'll actually start again. Thank you. I can't hear the question. Please stop it. It's still playing. Now it stopped. Okay. Okay. Okay, This is poison. This is audio poison. No sponsors, baby. Uh, I have a friend who carefully unwraps gifts rather than tearing into them. Travis is texting now. No, I'm looking at the questions on my phone. Okay. When I asked why she did this, she told me it was so she could reuse the wrapping paper. I guess it's her present to do with what she likes, but I feel a little robbed of the joy of watching someone excitedly rip it up like a kid. Is there a way I can wrap things so she'll have no choice? And that's from gift misgiving. Uh, let me first undo one fallacy that you have there. It is not just her gift. You are right in the second part. The opening of it is a gift to you. Otherwise, you would just hand people unwrapped presents. Correct. Like, oh, yeah. The reveal is part of what you get for getting someone. That moment when they go, <gasps> and if they're slowly revealing it, like a like a like angels and demons, like you know, Da Vinci Code puzzle where they get one inch at a time. That's not fun for you. That's boring. You unless want the they, reveal. Unless they do like sexy burlesque music. Well, yeah. While they and unwrap there's tassels it. on the blender. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything that I find sadder. I know a few people that do this. I don't know there's much I find sadder than thinking of someone on like December twenty fourth nestled around the tree, just slowly thumbing through a sticky pile of dirty <laughs> wrapping paper. Just marking out the names on the sticky just, tags, just like, trying to find now it's from me. Now, that one's got and, a little tear. I guess back to the drawing board. I got some old chewing gum here. I can fix it. Counter, yeah. Counterpoint to this. If I got a present from somebody... With some genuine elf paper, I would lose my gourd. My gourd would fly off into the fireplace. It would it would be insane. Has anyone seen Griffin's gourd? It's stuck with It is Santa. gone. He opened that dope elf wrapping paper from 1954. You and he lost the original his mind. elf run. The original elf when he was just a racist comic <laughs> And it was sponsored by Colgate. <laughs> I listen. I don't I do I think Griffin is creating a false psychotic. We're not talking about collectible wrapping paper here. <laughs> it's not like yeah, if my if my gift comes wrapped in the Magna Carta, I'm gonna be delicate with it. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about preserving wrapping paper. I guess if that's important to them, you should just stop wrapping it and say you're just gonna steal the paper anyway. Yeah. It's my paper and I decide what to gets done with it. I'm not gonna give you more to you so you can steal it from me. Oh, this is Ugh. this is this is wild. We don't have this problem anymore, and you guys won't have this problem with us because I most of the gifts that Rachel and I got you all is from Amazon, and they just do those weird bags. Here's your very nice. Here's your in those bags. They look so festive underneath the tree. Actually, they make it look like old timey and stuff, and you can reuse them. They're great. Just give this person gifts in gift bags. That's like inherently supposed to be reused. Right, like no, I don't want it because that's that takes a, a gift. Here's here's the process of opening up a wrapped paper gift, and this is an important thing for us to dive into, because um, it's like, oh man, you put in some work getting this origami going, right? 
Tear, 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 tear. Unfold, tear, rip, 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 rip. Good. Oh, wow. It's Jumanji. Um, if you are on DVD, on Blue. Oh, I thought you meant the game. Oh, okay. We're going to spiral it's into a, combo, a torture game. It's a combo game. pack of the, blue, of the board game that had the weird red bubble on it that you had to, like, slide the cards into. And then it was yeah. like, just like, the mag- just like the movie magic. It's not like the movie magic. Like, it's just like a weird red pattern that gets decoded. With, like, there's no elephants coming out the board game, Kyle. But thank you for the gift anyway. <laughs> um, so that's the process of opening a wrap gift. If it's in a gift bag, here's the process. ah cool jumanji like it's it's the magic just make it longer make the magic last longer and wrap the thing up if you want the magic to last longer then you should be totally jized with their unwrapping approach let me let me throw this at you wrap then another layer of wrap and then a third layer of wrap and when they unwrap it all you got them wrapping paper I got okay. you a bundle, a year, a lifetime supply of wrapping paper. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. I like good. this. Then you have it, so they have no. Oh, give them enough wrapping paper that the next year when they like tried to start saving it, I'm like, no, you no, don't yeah, need flood them. Flood them with wrapping. Ruin them with wrapping paper. You don't <laughs> want any more of this. If you did just continue to wrap levels of wrapping paper. It would really put them to the test. Yeah. Like, hey, tough guy, you think you like to slowly, meticulously unwrap? Let's see. Hey, let's see how long this holds out. Um, uh, do, you, do you guys want a Yahoo? Yeah, please. Yahoo. You know that one? Yeah. Nice. Pets.com. Um. Here we go. It's sent by Morgan Davy. Keep it wavy, bud. It's from Yahoo Answers user Chaz Van Blom. I think we've read one of this users. Wow. That sounds familiar. And, and you know what that means. We've officially, we can't use this platform anymore. Um, so Chaz Van Blom asks, how should I prep as Santa Claus? I'm a returning Santa Claus to my local region. My next door neighbor has already asked me to show up to their family's Christmas party. I think Christmas Eve. You should, you should definitely <laughs> iron that out. Um, Here he is. <laughs> Chaz, it's Chaz. like December 28th. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't nail it down. Bo, Happy bo, bo. Did you say bo, bo, bo? <laughs> hey, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Okay, oh, what? Jazz. It's March, and you said Valentine's. I'm the Good Friday Rabbit. What are you saying? <laughs> um, uh, I already have a semi. Santa length beard starting. Um, How should I prep myself this year? I had already showed up around my local region to random families' Christmas parties earlier years. That's breaking and entering. Many of them already have me, Santa Claus, in their plans this year. Should I, in any way, change my appearance (laughs) to enhance a Santa Claus look? I want to. By their plans, does he mean like their defense strategies? (laughs) We have to keep Chaz Santa out. Uh, I want to keep in vogue with any styles, fashions, that may change my sure. accepted appearance. Mm-hmm. P.S. Yeah. Donner has not been very good this year. I might have to place him behind Blitzen again. Those two have been up to something. <sighs> Oopsie-daisy, you just took a very strange turn, my friend. <laughs> oh, no. You just, like, pivoted the sleigh. Yeah, oh, the sleigh went somewhere else. Okay. Wait. Mm-hmm. First, step one. Yeah. Ton of crunches. 
just you're gonna have to do so many Santa crunches. We have already done sexy Santa. We can't talk about sexy Rip Santa. Again. Well, no, this is different. This is what Travis is suggesting is like he still has that big bowl full of Jelly Belly, but also there's really defined abs on it. Can mm-hmm. that happen? Poking what? through, poking hmm. through like an egg cart, like a beautiful egg cart in Santa belly. What if you? Oh, okay. You want to keep up with modern fashions, right? This is what I heard. Hipster Santa Claus. You're gonna to need to wax that no, beard, wax I don't that mustache, put some glitter in it, put some like ornaments hanging in your beard, and maybe I don't know an erotic T-shirt. Now <laughs> his good. He, the good one benefit there, his skinny fanny won't have any problems getting stuck or won't get stuck. Correct. It will have problems getting stuck because it won't get stuck. So the survival rate of this hipster Santa is definitely good. But I don't want this person approaching my children. Man, okay. I can say stuff like that now. That's I need. Weird. I need I need help. <laughs> I need help from Travis, and I need help from Griffin. Uh, and, and you at home can play along with this game, okay? As a funny joke, I just did a Google image search for cool new Santa fashions, right? Okay. What I discovered, I'm going to send you this link, and Travis, I'll just go ahead and show you this. What I found was the same, like... Oh, Wow. Hundreds of pictures of a super fashionable, cool Santa huh. that all happen to be the same man in different. Who is okay? Who is this cool Santa? This is a cool Santa, and in a lot of these pictures, he's wearing a cool red leather jacket, uh, a lot of red plaids and scarves. Uh, he's from York Yorkdale, I guess, a mall in Toronto. Um, and he's like so cool. He's very fashionable. First of all, this is a definitely the Trivago guy, and there's <laughs> nothing you can say to convince me otherwise. It's definitely the mysterious Trivago man. Um, Fashion Santa is the handsomest person I've ever seen in my whole life, and everything has changed in this moment. <laughs> Here's the thing: most of what we picture of Santa Claus is has been shaped by Pepsi, right? The, or Coca-Cola, those, you know, it's all the uh, No, Pepsi, Pepsi for me. Pepsi and his, their silly bears. <laughs> I think that was also Coca-Cola. I think Pepsi stayed out of the Christmas game. For the, Yes. Um, They're more of an Arbor Day company. But, and so maybe it's time now that we reshape it. It's 2016. We let a new brand take over what Santa should look like. You know what I mean? Like Taco, Yokiro, Taco, Yokiro, Taco, Bell. Taco Bell. Taco, Bell. <laughs> Taco Santa. <laughs> oh, I want to watch that so bad. Taco Sleigh Bell, he says, on a, on his <laughs> magic ride across the world. How should I prep a Santa Claus? I think a fun thing you can do to, like, if I was, like, a mall Santa, one thing I would do to prep, it wouldn't even necessarily be physical as much as it would be mental, is I would memorize the names of every child on Earth. <laughs> well, here's the thing. How sick, how sick would that be if, like, a little boy came and jumped up on my lap? I was like, what's up, Tony? And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I memorized the names of every child on Earth. <laughs> but see, the the nice thing, Griffin, is you only have to do that, really, for one kid. But you could tell that kid that you memorized the names of all the kids on Earth. But, like, you just have, you've learned everything about Tony. So you just, know everything about Tony. Just to, just to chase that, Travis, um, for every other child uh, uh, that jumps up on my lap, I'm like, hey, Tony. And they're like, no, my name is Roger. And it's like, oh, okay, get out, go away. Uh, it's not going to work on you, is it? Get out, go I've, It's ruined for you now. Go ahead. It's done with you. Oh, get, yeah, get really good at doing like Jonathan Edwards style cold reads on people and be like, uh, I'm getting a T, a T name. Is it Tony? It's Tony. All right. Now, Tony, I'm feeling you want, oh, uh, you want something made with plastic. I'm getting it has, plastic. It has wheels on it. Um, now, I'm seeing someone behind you, Timmy. He's a an old man and um, he's got, it looks like some sort of 
hard candy. P-pap? Yeah, it might be a... I'm getting a, several a P, P's. P letter? A lot, like several, three P's in one sort of name? And he's got a hard candy... Uh, uh, the little strawberries wrapped up? Yes, yes that's, that's it. That, that is that's that it. Is what that's they it. Are. That's and it's it. my P-pap. Yeah. Your and P-pap I get he left us. you a bunch of money? What, is you, what do you want to say to him? What do you need him to hear right now? <laughs> I want a Tonka truck. Okay. okay. You got to yeah, tell P-Pap all about it. I guess your P-Pap spectral P-Pap's going to make that happen for you. <laughs> you have some gross misunderstandings of how like the whole Christmas process breaks down. Oh, my God. John Edwards' Psychic Santa is for free, everybody. <laughs> That's you yours. Can, we you need know. more Christmas specials. That's the, I realized this year that like the Christmas specials for the last like 10 years have all been like exclusively Hallmark Channel specials. Yeah. I, like, want a date. I don't want to date with Santa, my yeah. special Christmas kiss. We need more that's like Santa and John Edwards like solving crimes. I mean, and dang, that could just be a whole other podcast is we just take the titles of those films that Justin just said and we put our own twisted spin on it. My, what did you say? My special Christmas kiss? That one I did invent, but that is probably not that far off. There's, I think, Twelve Dates of Christmas is a real one. My special uh, Christmas kid. Uh, all right, so the pilot episode of the McElroy Brothers Christmas special hour, a holiday special hour. We'll extend it, and so let's call. Does anybody have the Skype contact info for Melissa Joan Hart? Because I think we need her now more than ever. I, I think her and Tom Cavanaugh are in all of them. Okay, yeah, uh, Tom Cavanaugh. We could get a. We could definitely get a line on the man. The man is in the game. He knows. The, he knows the score. He knows what we he need. Is. Um, a Christmas visitor, a Carol, a Carol Christmas, a boyfriend for Christmas, a boyfriend for Christmas. Hello, that's the next one for us. Uh, the Christmas card. That's a grandpa not... for Christmas. Well, okay. Now, <laughs> hold on. Maybe the sequel? Okay. No, no, no. You can get a boyfriend for Christmas. To get a grandpa, <laughs> that's not Christmas, how time though. works. That's a grandpa tough. boyfriend for Christmas. <laughs> the Christmas choir. Our first Christmas. The, now, they're just, like, shooting the moon here. Dog named Christmas. Okay, so, like, hi, uh, Jeff Hallmark, president of Hallmark. I was wondering if I could pitch you a movie. Yeah, sure. How many words are in the title? Uh, Four? No, get out of here. Got to be three. And it's got to have Christmas in it, or else people get confused. Our viewers are so dumb. They're so dumb. It has to be word Christmas word, or else it's we, not happening. They're not, yeah, uh, here's uh, s- some other hits. We've got... Uh, the night before the night before Christmas. Oh boy, nice. Just kind of uh, not not great. Um, let's see here. Christmas in Canaan. November Christmas. Okay, come oh, on. So fast and loose. That's called Thanksgiving, is what you've said. The town Christmas forgot. An old fashioned Christmas. Okay, and then in 2011, they just like. Flip the switches and pumped it into full. Per- We're talking like three to two to three Christmas films per for, per Hallmark production season in 2011. They amped it up to ten Christmas. Sorry, oh eleven. Love's Christmas Journey, Lucky Christmas, Cancel Christmas, A Christmas Wedding Tale. Cancel Christmas was actually what the executive said when all these were pitched, and they're like, "Yeah, that's a good one." He's like, "No, no, please <laughs> stop <laughs> the machine." No, uh, A Christmas Wish, Trading Christmas. A princess for Christmas. The Christmas pageant. Christmas comes home to Caden. Christmas magic. This is now, in Hallmark's defense, 2011 was the year where Mario Lopez was cryogenically unfrozen. So he, and he was hungry. He was hungry to do his, his deeds. Um, 
Yeah, so this production this this company needs to get it. This 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 these people need to get it together. I do want to watch a grandpa for Christmas though. Yeah. I want to watch a, lot, a grandpa a lot of, princess for Christmas. A lot of films about just human beings being kinda given. <laughs> a bride for Christmas. <laughs> well, no, now hold on. Mm. <laughs> TikTok. This, this is get on it. This is Jeremy. He's your <laughs> Jeremy for Christmas. This is your Jeremy. He's your boyfriend now. What's I don't mind. I don't want to do. I don't want to be somebody's boyfriend. Too bad, Jeremy. You're this person's boyfriend now because you're. Would the you Christmas rather be guy. their grandpa? Yeah, that actually sounds <laughs> that better. Sounds good. Okay, okay, step over into this movie, please. What's up? My name is Mystery. Welcome to Speed Seduction. So, you want a bride for Christmas? You're going to have to get on it. It is mid-November. Uh, also, in the 2012 production season, uh, the Christmas Heart. Come dance with me. AKA the Christmas dance. Oh, okay. Whoa. Gotcha. That was scary Christmas for a with second. Holly, baby's first Christmas. AKA the Christmas baby. <laughs> <laughs> a baby for Christmas. <laughs> They're just going. <laughs> 2013. Pete's Christmas. <laughs> the sequel to Doug's Christmas. Hey, I'm Pete. This is my Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on in. Check Come it out. Let me show you where the magic happened. We're going to chill. I got a PA on these movies for a long time now, and I said it's Pete's turn, and so they said okay. So this is just sort of my special. Oh, holy night! Snow Bride, a very merry mix-up. The Christmas ornament, catch a Christmas star. Window Wonderland, fur crazy. Let it snow. The Christmas spirit. Santa switch. Hats off to Christmas. <laughs> Hold on. When did this turn into like a Tommy's Mayor? That's not real. Finding Christmas. Christmas with Tucker. Okay, Tucker, please. Let's do another question, Tucker. We really don't. No. I just got to 2014. This is the best year. Everybody agrees. One Star Christmas. The Nine Lives of Christmas. A Cookie Cutter Christmas. (laughs) Wait, now hold on. They just kind of went for it in that title. Like, we didn't come up with anything new for this one. We know what's up. That one was just just, uh, a baby for Christmas, a.k.a. a Christmas baby. Uh, They just put a new name on it and saw if anybody would notice. Uh, The Christmas Shepherd. Christmas Under Wraps. One Christmas Eve. Christmas at Cartwright's. Best Christmas party ever. The Christmas Parade. Ice Sculpture Christmas. Charming Christmas. I'm not ready for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, re- released in July 11th. Family for Christmas. July 11th, 2015. That was an odd programming choice. A Christmas Detour. A Crown for Christmas. Angel of Christmas. Just in time for Christmas. On the 12th day of Christmas. A Christmas Melody. The Spirit of Christmas. Christmas Land. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's it. We, we do not we need to made it 2016s. No, I mean it's well. the it's the last year. You should do a it. A wish for Christmas. Every Christmas has a story. Christmas, Clearly, Christmas cookies. My Christmas dream. Christmas cookies. We're getting so granular now. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Um, Christmas panties. I'm going to read these last, literally, I mean, in the in 2016, there was like 20 of them. I want to read these last few, but I want everybody to remember that when I read, when it, in, the, in the one second it takes me to read one of these names, it is representative <laughs> of a full feature-length film that people made with their hearts and hands. Minimum 30-day like, shooting schedule, probably mm, $3 million budget. Like, 
Every single one. Broadcasting Hollywood, Christmas. Hollywood hotshot Travis McElroy. Yeah. Broadcasting yeah. Christmas. A December bride. Kind of non-secular uh, secular take there. Christmas in Homestead. Christmas list. A heavenly Christmas. Journey back to Christmas. We have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> a dream of Christmas. <laughs> Looks like Christmas. <laughs> Wait, it's just cult. Looks like Christmas. Looks like Christmas. A nutcracker Christmas. Love you like Christmas. Okay, wait. Whoa. And when uh, my Christmas loves sleigh bells ring and when calls the heart Christmas, which was just released literally yesterday. When calls the heart Christmas? When calls the heart Christmas. (laughs) Okay. Hey, we forgot a word in this title. Does that matter? Nah. (laughs) Let it go. Let it go. Um, How about another question? Because we've done one. Uh, yeah. A few years ago, I was celebrating candle nights with my in-laws, and it was time to open up our stockings. So we were all chanting, stocking, 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 which naturally became star king, star king, star king. We decided this was being the new Christmas Lord. Candle Nights, Candle Nights Lord. Candle Nights Lord, right. Now, instead of Santa, we give out gifts from the star king. The problem is... I now have a son, and I'm worried that he'll end up an outcast because of our tradition. Hmm. For perspective, I have a friend who had a real tough time in school because her parents told her the trash man came on November 1, took away her Halloween candy, and replaced it with a toy. The trash, so trash. man! <laughs> they could have come up with like a slightly the, more whimsical... The candy fairy kid. The candy boy. <laughs> I'm the candy boy. Come away with me, Whoppers. You're mine now. I'm going to suckle you on my way home. Here's an action toy. <laughs> no, instead it's, Hey, I'm there for the candy. Hey, man, you got to put the candy out by the curb. I'm not going to walk back. <laughs> I'm going to walk in your room. I'm not going to walk candy. back there and grab You're going to give it to hungry children of the world? No, I'm going to throw it in the trash. No, man, it goes right in the comeback. It's going to go in the trash. Look but where does, it, where, does it, where does it go? Where does any of the trash go? <laughs> Into the river. <laughs> All your Twizzlers gonna end up in the river because that's where the trash man hides. For the fishes. For the fishes. Here's a Polly Pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and a Mad Max toy for you. I took this away from another kid at the end of last Christmas season. It's a real cyclical gig I got. Something, anyway. you, should, something you should know somebody done threw away this Polly Pocket is a circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I good? <laughs> or should I try to give my son a more mainstream candle lights? Star King, that's from Star King's Humble Servant. I mean, you've already adopted our weird holiday, mm-hmm. so, like, your kid's gonna be what? unconventional with his holiday but, traditions. But the good news is this. In, in, in this moderate age... The problem with the Halloween thing is everybody knows what Halloween is. So you can't just introduce, like, the trash man comes because everyone's like, no, he doesn't. No, that's nothing. I, I, we also do Halloween. But when you say we, like, the Star Lord brings, the Star King brings presents on candle nights, any teacher is going to go, uh, Mm. Okay. (laughs) They're just not going to question this stuff they don't know. There is something interesting about, like, because people are usually fairly insular on Christmas Day, uh, there is a certain intimacy or, like, secrecy with, like, what is your... Like, that's a common question. Like, so what is your... What do you guys do? Because it's, like, so... It's not like... It hasn't been um, um, sort of... 
the the edges of it have not been sanded off through like socialization. Like right. everybody's just doing whatever weird thing they've always done for Christmas. But there is oh, there, there mean, is a you, there's there's a limit to that though, juicer, because it can't. What do you do on Christmas? Well, my family, we open our stuff on Christmas Eve, and it's really great. What do you do? Well, the Star King descends from the <laughs> cosmos. Here's what you got to do, Griffin. You need to give Star King a leg up over Santa. So when your your kid is talking to other kids, and your kid's like, yeah, Star King comes. Like, Star King doesn't come. Santa comes and brings presents. And he's like, oh, Star King comes and brings presents and gives me a $100 bill every year. And mm. the kid's are like... Oh dang! <laughs> Star King. Star King sounds way better. Also, yeah. every year the Star King kills and eats Santa Claus, and there has to be a new <laughs> Santa Claus each year. Have you seen the Santa Claus movie? Do you not remember at the end of the first one when Tim Allen is killed and devoured by the Star King? And they have to do Santa. Santa and the Star King have to do battle every mm-hmm. single Christmas Eve, and our fate is decided by by their struggle. Star King always wins. He's the king of the stars. What do you want me? To, what do you want me to say? What do you want? I don't. Know, I don't know what to tell you. I, I Just, feel like we're at a crossroads right now, boyos, um, because this, we're having a lot of fun here. But I do not want to send this this the small child uh, into school armed with our our japes. Um, I do not want him going around and be like. So, what'd you guys get from the Star King? Oh, punch, 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 punch. Um, what uh, is? Hmm. You gotta cloak it. Is cl- have, yeah, that's what that's what I, that's the crossroads. Is Candlelight's going to become the next big thing, or is it a super dope secret holiday society? This is the decision point we are standing at it now. Because if it's the next big thing, we need to get out the good word of Star King right now. If not, then wait. We didn't come up with Star King. So no, but like, he's can- he's we- canonical, definitely. I'm on board. Okay, yeah, so I'm on board. So the Star King is canonical. Yeah. Yes, but I don't want to make him the main focus. He is in there. He's in the mix. No, you know no, what I mean? no, no kings. Of, of <laughs> no kings, only man. Except for the Star King, um, who is the king of stars. But I, I, I'll, here, okay, maybe tell your son, tell your child, like, the Star King comes for you. Everyone else has been bad. <laughs> and like oh, no man. one no one else in your school has deserved the love of the Star King. And so like you can't tell them or you will be shunned because you are the chosen. <laughs> Santa Claus is for second rate kids. Uh-huh. Star King is for closers. <laughs> Star King Star King is the one that comes for the Really good kids. (laughs) You've reached our platinum level status, child. Santa Claus is a participation medal, and you are getting the Oscar for best kid. Star King only comes to one kid a year, and it's It's you. you. But you can't tell the others, or you'll be purged. I had to pay a lot of money for this. Don't go run in your mouth about it. I don't want your friends to think we're Gigi. A lot of star money printed, printed from the the plasma of of those hot hot babies. Um, do you guys want a Yahoo? Uh, yeah, yeah, this, I do. This one was sent in by level 9000 Yadru, Drew, 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 Thank you, Drew. It's Yadru answers user. They are anonymous. The Star King asks, Why does Santa Claus, spelled with an E, that movie has just poisoned this thing, Yeah, huh? it's miserable. Um, why does Santa Claus allow Rudolph to get bullied by the other reindeer? Santa has a duty to keep all his reindeer safe. Let's talk, no. let's talk about, oh. Okay. Well, I okay. Here's what that meant because I just rewatched this and I realized the misconception is that there are only eight reindeer and Rudolph. 
Santa only wants the best. There's a whole thing about them trying out. And he's like, maybe you'll be good enough. Santa is very withholding of his cool. love to all the reindeers. This holiday it, special is taking a fun Ayn Rand turn. It's true, though, no. because they're all out there competing. There's a coach who's judging their performance. And if maybe if they're good enough, they'll make it up to the big show. No, they don't, though. This is what kills me about the Rudolph show. They're all training these, like, new reindeer. And they're like, I hope I make it on Santa's team. You won't. Santa has eight. And he always has those same eight. And your dad, by the way, Rudolph, knows this. Yeah. This is not new information to him. Every year, a crop of young comers tries to make a run at the throne, and they get beat back down by the original eight, as it always shall be. Mm-hmm. Now, once Rudolph gets his place on there and kind of upsets the symmetry a little bit, like, he's on there for good. But, like, why are we putting lies in the heads of these little reindeer that, like, I want to make the squat. You're not. You're not. You're not. It's the, the eight guys. You need, five, you need five years of experience just to be considered, but how do I get how the experience? experience? Right. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's yeah. set aside that cruel arithmetic, though, and talk about there is a part where Rudolph gets a, a smoocheroo and mm-hmm. is flying through the sky, flying beautifully, most beautiful flight you've ever seen, and Santa's like, oh, sick. And then he lands. <laughs> Super tight, He's like, bro. sick. That was some dope, like, Air Force stuff. Like, I'm losing my mind. That was so great. Way to go. Um, way to You're go. like a blue angel. Yeah. So, and then he lands, and his dumb nose cap falls off. And he's got that red nose. And then Santa Claus is like, ooh. Santa Claus is like, your face is all, you're, what's with your jacked up face? No way. Get up. What's no with your way. ugly nose? Get out of here, ugly nose. Yes, you fly but- super good, but you've got a weird, ugly nose. And I just can't hang with that. But why are we surprised by this, Griffin? Because the whole Santa Claus thing is like you got to earn his love. Like Santa Claus is not like is not the most forgiving. He's not like I love you even when you do bad stuff. If you do bad stuff, you're off the list. I watched uh, the special "Twas the Night Before Christmas" with the mice and the clock and the singing, and like this one kid writes a letter like we don't believe in Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is like, all right, well. Your town's dead to me now. And returns all of their letters marked like returned from, you know, like recipient, addressee, return. And everyone in town is like, oh, cool. Well, I guess we burned Santa and he burned us right back. Yeah. And all of those people are out. Like, you only get one with Santa. Santa does not forgive and forget. And that's that's the good thing about Star King. He's only going to visit one child. Mm-hmm. But that's love. That's an unwavering love. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Once can, you're in with Star King, you're in. Well, man, canonized rules. Christmas is over. Yeah, Christmas is yesterday. We don't. Our Star King wouldn't play favorites with reindeer. I know. Mean, I, I feel like he, this, he would kill all of them. I feel like yeah. this has been a very Christmas-heavy uh, holiday special. But I really just think it is a just a really thorough evaluation of this being called Christmas. Uh, I. And I, 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 I think we got to put it to, I think we put it, I think it's time to put it to bed and let the Star King reign. We actually, um, when we were filming the show, we got to hang out with some pagans and talk to them because we were looking for like other holidays to incorporate into candlelights, not just like, you know, the super mainstream ones. And we learned all about Yule and stuff. And like what you do at Yule is you talk about awesome stuff and you eat a bunch of food and you dance, and you drink, and you just hang out, and you have a good time. And somehow, that got knocked out for Christmas. That's horse apples.
I want to reincorporate more of Yule into Candle Nights. I, I want Yule Brenner to be Santa. Kind of a cool ball. No. Santa's out. Santa's, Santa's out. out. Star King. No, okay, King. hold on. Wait. We should... I don't want to be exclusive. I don't want to actually wage a war on Christmas. Santa can stay, but only sexy Toronto fashion Santa. He's the only one now, and if you want presents, you need to get to Toronto. That's I would also up. I would like Star King to be Yule Brenner, but Yule Brenner from um from uh, Cool Runnings. No, Yule Brenner was not in Cool Runnings. The name of the character is Yule Brenner. Get bent. I'm like, not making that up. No, it's true. Fa- um, I I mean, if it's gonna be the Star King, then we're talking about uh, wait, was he in Blade Runner? I don't know anything. Yule Brenner? I don't. I just don't know anything about anything. <laughs> Yeah, fashion, fashion Santa is the uh, only Santa that uh, we uh, recognize yeah. here at uh, in Candle Nights. And I think he's sort of like a – he doesn't have a position of authority. He feels like a number two. Like an emissary. I would say like, emissary. He can't make the decisions, but he can definitely hand them down. Like if Star King is like – the the Michael Eisner CEO mm-hmm. Fashion Santa is like the Frank Wells president, sort of the person that makes it <laughs> a trend. reference everyone can understand, sort not the, just Justin who's been reading a book about the inner workings of Disney. Sort of the person that makes the trains run, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's Fashion Santa. Uh, Fashion Santa is the up I works <laughs> to Star King's Walt Disney. Um, Do you guys think? Yule Brenner and Rutger Hauer do like all kinds of like fun parent trap sort of like switcheroos where they just switch <laughs> lives and everybody's like Rutger and Yule's like yes and they're like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> your name's your name's your name hey you've got a weird name right yes I do that one's not even a okay, lot I was gonna ask it's not that they look alike it's that their names are confusingly weird to you Listen, <laughs> and, al- and also it's another fun. Uh, another fun fact is one is dead and one is alive. <laughs> so like, <laughs> <laughs> but you'll never guess which. Now that makes things easier on the living one because he's sort of a daywalker. Now he can switch between roles, and it's not even a big thing. Uh, so we <laughs> are we done? I think I think we're getting cl- I think we're getting pretty close. I don't I don't have any more good yahoos unless we have like another tight question to bounce into real quick. Trav, is there any that you would especially like to? Yes, I do. Can I read it so yeah. I don't have to communicate it across yeah. the table yeah, yeah, to you? Yeah. yeah, I bought some presents for my friend's kids this candle night. Her younger one is nine months old, and I found these awesome stuffed dragons that make noise. The only problem. Technically dog toys. This again. This again. This again, huh? (laughs) I already gave them to her, but didn't mention the dog toy part. Honestly, I think the more annoying toy is the foam lightsaber I got her eight-year-old. Am I good? That's from Guilty Gifter. Is 2017 just going to be the year where we all realize that the things that are good for humans are also things that are good for dogs and vice versa, and we are just like an island of Dr. Moreau style, just finally merged, the flesh becomes fur, the fur becomes flesh, and we all just start yiffing each other's brains out 2017. Welcome to to the yiffing year. It's time to begin. I I think it is hysterical. If you think about humans are supposed to be the more advanced species, dogs... Do not make this distinction. Have not, will not, ever. They, you give them something for them, and they're like, mm, "Cool, something for me." Here's other things for me. Everything in your home yeah. is a dog thing. They're not, they're not drawing those lines. No, and often I've seen my dog attempt to eat stuff that will quite literally kill her. 
And, like, you would think that the animal, like, I can look at poison and be like, mm, no, no, no arsenic for me, thank you. But my dog sees grapes, and she's like, well, why the heck not? No, well, I do want to say, Travis, the reverse of that would be you see begging strips, and you think, mm, for me, that would actually kill you. That would, those would, those, that would definitely kill you. Those are made out I of... I don't think, wait, hold on, girl. I don't think begging strips would kill me. Yeah, they're made out of red, smoky human poison. They are not good. They are not good for Trav, Tommy. Trav, it's important. This is now a PSA for you, my boy. Don't eat a begging strip, my boy. Don't eat I would never strips. eat a begging strip. And don't eat, a popping, there's don't, a, don't the, eat one of those the, popping things that shoot out of the little rubber pig nose thing that looks like a lot of fun to catch like Cheetos in, but if it's one of the meatballs, then you'll die. There are actually a lot of snacks. Now that I've owned a dog with a slightly sensitive tummy, there are many dog snacks made for dogs that like everybody just kind of accepts like, yeah, give this to your dog. They're definitely going to like puke it up that's but but like what are you gonna do it's like wait hold on no have we all good. just accepted that like 50 percent of dog treats are like oh no you give your kid your dog this pepperoni you are going to diarrhea station <laughs> have fun your dog loves it <laughs> oh, um i, I think you can give the child these and i don't think it's yeah. a thing obviously unless it well a tennis on. ball is a toy for everyone a Un- tennis ball is a toy for everyone unless unless that sound, that sound that the dragons make, they make noise. Is that mm. noise? <laughs> Squeaking. Because that's, yeah. a, that's a dog that's toy. Dog toy. <laughs> that's for dogs. Or is it like, thank you for biting me, Gerald, the dog. <laughs> if it's now like let a, me read you a story. Well, I don't know why that dog would get anything out of that. <laughs> no, it's like for the kid. You know, like that's what kids' toys do. They read them stories. This is an excellent point, girl, because if that kid like grows up and that becomes their favorite toy, like you can't get that toy away from that kid, and they're like three years old and they take their favorite dragon to the to like the park mm. to the playground and they squeeze that and every single parent at the park goes, That's a, a dog, dog toy. That's, that is a dog to- that's a toy for dogs. It's a dog toy. Do you know that you know that, right? Like, do you know that's a dog toy? I say whatever makes your little one happy. It's not your little one. Oh, shoot. Uh, Teddy Ruxpin is back, by the way. Speaking of toys that tell stories, Teddy Ruxpin's going to be the hot toy in 2017. I'm calling it right now. Is so it fashion the- Teddy Ruxpin? No, it's regular. Well, I mean, he looks good. He's good. He's kept in shape. He's taking care of himself. I'm calling it right now just so you can get out in front of it. It's going to be the hot toy in- of 2017. Okay. Coming in in like the summer, I think. So buy deep and buy hard. Teddy Rocks gross. Um, it's it was, and I'm so glad that everybody got out to see Trolls this year. I'm so glad that I saw all my friends at the theater, and I was like, <laughs> "You're seeing Trolls today too?" And I was like, "Yeah, wouldn't miss it." And so Wait, we did you go, did you go see Trolls? Trolls, baby. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty good. I you know. I've it? heard it's very good. I'm never gonna go see another movie again. Unfortunately, um, had plans to see Rogue One. It was gonna be my one little sneak away mission. My one little Metal Gear Solid Snake sneak away mission away from away from the home just to see the Rogue One real quick and then back forever. Uh, but everybody in the house got diarrhea all at the same time. So sorry, sorry, George Lucas. I'm gonna have to see your wonderful <laughs> fable at a, at a later date. <laughs> All right, Georgie Lucas. Sorry, George Lucas. Gonna have thing. to hear about the Death Star and Darth Vader and all his fun, all his fun adventures <laughs> on a later date. Maybe I'll catch it direct to DVD. Thank you, George. But no, it <laughs> more was, like Darth Later. 
Darth Vader said, sorry, the Death Star hit everyone in my house's tummies and gave all three of us diarrhea. And <laughs> the their baby, diarrhea beam. We got hit by the diarrhea beam from the Death Star, and uh, the baby's very small, but made just as much, if not more, diarrhea than me, and I'm not sure how that's possible. Great. Thank you, George Lucas, but tomorrow... Um, and I forget what I was talking about. Please don't spoil Rogue One for me. <laughs> Please. Just don't spoil Rogue One, okay? Um, uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, I, I want to say this is a fun thing. Um, we are. There's going to be a little, uh, a little holiday sneak peek. And I do mean very little, but it's a little teaser. It's a little teaser of it's our TV show. It's going to be a. It's not going to be. I want to temper it. Cause it's, it's I want to temper it, but it's funny. There's just a little bit of foot. Here's the first, the first released footage from our television program will appear today. Um, there will be because we're there will be a, a beefier boy coming out soon with more yeah. stuff. In this it. is just an amused boo. I don't want you to get excited, but it's just a dumb little thing. You can find it on uh, Twitter uh, uh, or uh, Twitter.com slash. CISO TV or twitter.com slash MBMBAM. We will uh, we will be putting it there as well. So it'll be up this afternoon. It's just a little thing. It's like a really, it's a little it's a really fun. Little thing. It's just fun and flirty and it's a like little thing. Not a, it's not any big deal. Um, um, we need to convene at some point, boys, and decide because this is our last episode of this rotten garbage year. And yeah, I think mm-hmm. we need to get together and really figure out how we can help the 2017 effort because um, they're going to need us now more than ever. And we need a good name for it. 2017, I'm leaning towards just like, but it also has the connotations of, you know, we're all going to die. And I'm is not so psyched about that. 2017, is that too much That's of a stretch? Not, yeah. Doesn't 2017, work. just get into bread. Or into Joseph Gordon Levitt. 2017. Ooh. 2011 is good. Just kind of just anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll piece it together. We won't. Um, we'll forget and then we'll have to we'll do it again. 20 Brevetteen, where we all learn about like wit. <laughs> um Okay, that is actually the end of the program, right? Yeah. It is, right? Um we want to say thank you to John Roderick and the Lawn Winners for the use of their theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Hope you found that in your stocking this year. I do want to. I, ch- I do, do. Sorry, what were you going to say, Travis? I was going to say go check out all the other amazing shows on MaximumFun.org. Um, I want to say uh, it has been a pretty stinky, stinky year. Lost George Michael yesterday. Thank you. Excellent. Great. Just want to get in. Just want to oh. get one last one. Oh, on not, on, not on Christmas, though. On Christmas? Excellent. Great. Cool and great and cool. Um, it's been a rough one. <laughs> We've gotten a lot of, especially in the last like month or so, like messages from people saying that the podcast and uh, the other, other stuff we do has helped bring some... Uh, some Joseph Gordon levity to the to the to the stinkier, and um, I just want to say, like, because we've gotten a lot of those messages, like, I want to say that that you all have also helped us get through this stinkier, and um, thank thank you all very very much, and we won't be we won't we will not be stopped. We're gonna come at you hard in 2017. Um, we're gonna just we're gonna flood you with this stuff, and uh, yeah, thank you all for being there for us. And and we'll see you. Have a happy have a happy New Year and happy remainder yeah. of your holidays and safe New Year we'll and a safe New Year. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll we'll check you out later. Um, here's a final Yahoo, uh, final holiday Yahoo, Candle Nice Yahoo sent in by Nicholas Potter. Thank you, Nicholas Potter. It's Yahoo Answers user Sasa Sasa Sa. Who says? 
If I send a spear into space and it pierces the sun, will the sun explode? <laughs> Happy Candle Nights. My name's Justin McElroy. Happy Candle Nights. I'm Travis McElroy. Happy Candle Nights. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother. May kiss your dad square on the lips. Following the news is hard and it sucks. How do you know which stories are important? Which sources do you trust in this post-truth world of reactionary journalism? I'm Brett Black. And I'm Travis McElroy. And we host a podcast called Trends Like These. We cover trending news stories. We debunk misleading clickbait headlines. And we always try to throw in a little bit of good news. In our quest for truth. So join us every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Jumpstart your creativity at MaxFunCon 2017. Surround yourself with beautiful nature, brilliant artists, hilarious comedians, and of course, some of your favorite MaxFun podcasts. Whether you join us in Lake Arrowhead in June for MaxFunCon or in the Poconos in September for MaxFunCon East, you'll leave inspired and with a bunch of new friends. MaxFunCon.com has all of the details. Buy your tickets before they're gone. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.